Hello and welcome to this podcast. You may or may not know I am testing out Anchor by Spotify, which enables me to create podcasts out of written blogs because I have got readers who are actually visually impaired or blind. So it helps me to put out more content more frequently and it takes me less time. Do let me know what you think. I'd love to hear the feedback. Five month update, legs, bikes and fitness progression. It's been an interesting few weeks to say the least. A lot has happened, a lot continues to happen on this roller coaster that is adjusting to life as an amputee. The main areas I will cover in today's blog are progress at the limb center, at the bike shop, at work and fitness. The limb center, as you know, I do a lot of self-research. I never enter a situation without some background knowledge prosthetic legs is exactly the same. I knew nothing at all about artificial limbs, so time to do some reading. The first leg system I was given was, as expected, basic. As far as I understand, the artificial limb parts advance as you get more proficient at being an amputee. That said, the first neoprene limb sleeve, which holds the leg on, was something I never got on with. It would wrinkle and roll and cut into the back of my leg, and I hated it. I was given a slightly bigger one, but that was even more disastrous because now the leg was barely being held on at all and literally kept falling off. Staff holidays and my refusal to wait a number of weeks for them to return meant I got a new prosthetist at around the time I was needing socket number three. This actually turned out to be rather a blessing. As you can imagine, I ask lots of questions. I have very high expectations and even higher goals. Yep, my new prosthetist had a lot to get used to when he met me. No, I am not like any of the other limb centre visitors who, incidentally, seem to normally be much older, more sedentary patients. Right from the start, I asked could I have a different solution because I hated this one. He talked me through the other options and explained them to me. The suction system. Now there are two ways to use suction to keep a prosthetic leg in place. One involves putting a one-way valve in the bottom of the socket, then a gel limb sleeve over the top to create the seal. The other is just suction on its own without the sleeve, but relies on a stable limb size because shrinkage would cause it to fall off. This is why the second option is not used for new amputees because the size of the residual limb is still changing too much. The pin lock system. This version is the gel liner you put on has a pin in the end and clicks into a slot at the bottom of the socket to hold the leg in place. Because there is no suction involved in this system, just the sleeve and the pin, there does tend to be a bit more movement of the limb inside the socket as it's only being held in place on the base of the liner with the pin. The combo system. Now I only learnt this week that they can combine both of the above. The context of this being a possible way to make the leg multifunctional for bike and walking because the pin lock system means less layers of stuff being worn, aiding the bend of the knee. The proposal was the sleeve and pin lock whilst walking and just the pin lock only whilst cycling. My current leg 
is like this. Now, my new prosthetist, Ryoji, changed me to the suction valve system. So, when I put the leg into the socket and pull the liner up, the one-way valve releases the air and suction is created. For me, this makes the leg feel a lot more stable and there is next to no movement inside the socket and the leg actually feels like an extension of me rather than something that is a strap-on attachment if you understand the subtle difference of those. What this also meant was that from the second I put the particular leg on, I strolled off across the room without crutches and have not needed them since. This is how much of a big difference it has made. Understandably, I am rather stoked. It has needed an angle adjustment since, but that is easy when there is no skin coverings on. Although we have been laughing about the fact that I had to go back to Dunedin to get my ankle adjusted with a spanner. Some of my clients have said, how cool would it be if all your body parts could be adjusted or fixed with a spanner? Like, hey, Ryoji, you kind of pull the excess around the middle of me in with your spanner, please. I actually asked him that. His response was, no, I don't think it works quite like that. What a shame. We also discussed whether to have the leg as a leg shape or not. Ryoji explained to me that as a new amputee, the lighter and more adjustable we can make this prosthetic, the better it would be for me, and we'd already proven that. So back to the post we went, but I don't like the post shape. So we're also adding a limb cover with some extra artwork on it. It wraps around the post and straps on a bit like a shield, giving me the shape of a calf and a lower leg so I can still wear leggings. This still means that I have the option to hide the leg or rock this leg, depending on how I feel. I decided I did not want it to look like a leg. Hell, I'm proud of the adversity I've overcome and I will wear this with pride. The more people that can see that, the better. The limb cover is being hydro dipped and should hopefully be back with me in a week or so. The bike shop. I got sick of waiting, <laughs> as you might imagine, for such a time when I might be able to get a leg that allowed me to ride. So I went out searching for an alternative solution. After pinching a spin bike from work and sticking both my mountain bike and my racing bike on trainers in the garage to try them, I came to the conclusion that the socket is what was restricting the knee bend. The height of the handlebars had almost nothing to do with it. Ryoji said at this stage, lowering the back of the socket would destabilize the limb and he was not in favor of doing that. So I needed a different solution. I went to the local bike shop and we had a long conversation. We came up with two possible solutions, a pendulum crank or an adjustable crank. The question was, which one could we physically get hold of with the whole COVID thing affecting imports? We ended up with a pendulum crank. It's more designed for someone who has no use of one limb, so no power goes through that leg, but the pendulum is removable and the remaining piece can take the pedal attachment and can be slid up and down the crank. The idea is to shorten the left side crank so my knee does not need to bend as far. The mechanic laughed about how weird it would be to have two sides doing different things. I said, hey, look, have you any idea how weird it is to walk on a prosthetic? On the grand scheme of weirdness, I really don't think it will rate that highly. So the mountain bike is where we're going to start. And I'm hoping to go into the bike shop on Monday and try things out. Fingers crossed it works and I can at least start moving forward in a direction on some form of bike. Exercise. Now I was asked by my vascular follow-up this week, was my life back to normal? I knew what they kind of meant, but 
No, my life is not back to normal and it never will be. My life has been irreversibly changed, but I am trying to make the most of it and get back things that I lost in those months and years leading up to this amputation. The estuary track is local. It's one of the benchmarks for walking for me. In the lead up to this amputation, I could not even walk to the mailbox. Now I can. My next goal is the distance on the estuary track. It has more seats and stopping places than any other walking track in town. With two feet, I went from being able to easily walk the 50 minute loop multiple times to not being able to even reach the first bird hide and seat. So when I walked it at the weekend, strolled straight past that first and second seat, I was understandably rather happy indeed. My longer term goal is to keep extending out the distance till I can make it all the way round the loop. I am even making progress in the pool. When I first went back to swimming, I needed assistance from the staff. They had to get me a chair for the poolside and I used the waterproof wheelchairs. Now I walk in on my own two feet, carrying my crutches, which I only use to get from the seat at the side where I leave the leg to the steps on the side of the pool to get in. All these steps, albeit small, are significant in this long road back to life as I used to know it, or some form of. As for work, I'm gradually working my way back up in hours and I've started to tentatively use the prosthetic for massage rather than removing it and kneeling on the stool, which was what I have been doing till now. Things are going well considering I'm only five months out. The toughest thing to handle lately has been the news from the medical investigation that has proven that the amputation could have been avoided and that a medical error was in fact made. You can read about that story in my previous blog or listen to it in my previous podcast. This will not beat me, but there are still some downs to come along with the ups. Thank you for listening. As always, I'd love to hear your feedback. If there's anything you want to add or any questions you want to ask, please do just get in contact. Otherwise, I'll talk to you again soon.